All right, so let's go ahead and get started with your home gym. When did you start a home gym? Uh, you said earlier that this is um, the home gym and in, in the new home. When did the journey really begin? I guess this is my third gym. First gym was in a condo, and it wasn't even really a gym. All I had, speaking of adjustable dumbbells, was a pair of, a pair of power blocks, which I love, and I still have the power blocks back there. It's the only piece of equipment that I still have that I absolutely love. And every time I would go up, and it'd be like, all right, I hit those 50s, let me give them the 70s, and then let me give those 90s. Uh, you know, it was kind of like a treat. It was my reward, right? But so I started out there and I was doing like T25. And uh, I don't know if you know it, you guys know of like the, the beach body, the beast or whatever, you know, he was into the weights and stuff. And, and I'm like, uh, you know, this is cool. And why the hell am I hopping around so much to uh, Shanti? Uh, I don't like that. I could just go for a walk and, uh, you know, eat well. And uh, I, I could still I could still do what I like and actually lift weights, uh, and then moved into the next place uh, and got one of those Valor Fitness racks off of Amazon or something like that. You know, you can get them. They, they show up, and it was okay. It worked for what I, what I needed it for. But every time you rack the weight, you you'd sort of you rack it and it would bounce back out at you. You know, because the thing had so much wobble on it, and I was just like, oh man, this is. Crazy. So the deal was we moved to our third home, the neighborhood my wife wanted to move to. I got to pick the gym that I wanted. And that's when I discovered Rogue Fitness. And I started uh, out with the foldable RML folding rack or whatever, the long version. And that's the first rack I had. Uh, you know, landmine. What else did I get? The spotter arms, the matador, uh, and the, that was basically it, I think. Oh, and the spud ink pulley system. And so that was my home gym originally in this place. And as you can see, it has sort of morphed over time through Craigslist deals and, you know, just deciding what I really needed and, and what I had space for here. Uh, and uh, that's, that's, that's the gym. That's the gym now. How many so how many talking? years total? Wow. Oh, so, uh, Jinx. Awesome. Wow, you guys are, you guys are in sync. So, oh, you mean that I've had, that I've had this one or, or over no. the course of when I started to this. So that was 2013 going okay. from 2013 to 2022. It's sort of morphed into this. And most of the stuff is secondhand or dented and scratched or, you know, just, you know, putting those search alerts in on, online. So that's how, that's how this one evolved. So how many people call your gym their gym? Is it just you? Uh, right now it is. I mean, before COVID hit, uh, there was more people that were coming over here and working out. And actually, no, that's not true. There's, there, there's nobody that has like a key code or anything to get in here. There's no, they're not coming over when I'm not here. That's what you're asking. But no. yeah, just, just me that works in here now. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I have a buddy come over uh, occasionally at a workout. Cool. But mostly just me. All right. Uh, what about the biggest mistake you've ever made building out your home gym? Hmm. The biggest mistake is not having a three-car garage. Meaning, the deal was when we moved into this house that I got half the garage for a gym and my wife was going to park in the other half. Now, if that was true, the car would be on top of where I'm sitting right now. But it, this this side eventually is it, it just she never she's never parked in here. It's always been outside. Just because we have tools and I, I have my office out here, uh, it just didn't work out. So she, she reminds me of it every time she comes out here. But, uh, you know, 
it's fine though. I don't really feel like it's a regret because it's given me an opportunity to sort of figure out how to maximize the space in here and decide what equipment is really beneficial to me that I need that's going to take up space in the gym. Cool. And you said your office is out there. Do you mean like um, YouTube editing or do you do other home like work? Oh, no, I do YouTube editing out here. That that does not pay, pay the bills. That is not. I make $100 a month off of YouTube. Okay. Gotcha. I'm not popular. You guys screwed up by having me on here. <laughs> I suck. Yeah. I just I just try to help people with that. That's more of a hobby. And, you know, I just like giving the information out to people. But this, I, I do manage IT services. So uh, Oregon, Washington, and California do it all, all sort of business IT solutions, uh, the company I manage. And that's that's cool. where I'm working right out here. When did you uh, when did you start your YouTube channel? When? God, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Maybe four years ago. I don't know. When did you see that video? That was about four years ago. Four years ago? Yeah. So yeah. I guess that that it would be about right, right about then when I started the when I started the channel. And, okay. Uh, yeah. What would you say? Like you mostly focus on? Like, I mean, I, I've seen a lot of things on there, but. Is it just all things home gym or how would you describe your YouTube I, channel? Well, as you can tell, like in the very beginning, the videos were just like throwing crap at a wall and just to see what stuck. Like th there was no rhyme or reason. And originally, if uh, we want to do the origin story on it, buddy, a buddy of mine and I, we started it together uh, just because we were BSing at the gym talking about uh, different shirts we thought would be cool. And we thought, oh, well, we'll be rich. We'll just put a YouTube channel out and we'll make shirts. We'll get vinyl. We'll get a, you know, a heat press. We'll get a cricket. We'll just like ship these out to people. Oh, they'll love them. But, and then we started looking at the shirts. We're like, nobody's going to wear that. Those are just this crap you say in the gym to your buddies when nobody's looking. Nobody's going to wear that. So that didn't really pan out. And you can see where the channel sort of took a shift. Uh, and that's, that's actually when the video that I did, because I decided to finally get behind the camera and just be honest and do a, 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 a breakdown of a product I had because, I, you know, everybody can analyze a product that they have and say this sucks or this doesn't suck. But I my, my spin on it was um, let me figure out what's cool about it, what's not, and then maybe how to fix it a little bit. And so that's that's kind of the route I take with the, um, the YouTube review videos. Um, but at the same time, like you mentioned, there is a lot of different things on there i can't afford to buy all these things everything i buy is is only what i wanted originally like it there's nothing that i'm like i need to get 15 barbells because i gotta build a channel that's going to review all of them because i need the content I, I i don't know how people afford to do that uh on their channels so what i do is everything that i want to buy i get it and then i analyze it and then i do an honest review on it I'm not in bed with any of the companies, so it doesn't really matter to me. And then uh, I really enjoy working and building stuff and fixing problems. And so uh, if I can help anybody out with that kind of stuff, I'll do that stuff too. And that's hey, the DIY Perfect stuff. segue. Yeah, we're going to talk about DIY right now. What's your favorite DIY oh, no. project you've done? Oh, man. I, I have a couple that I that I like, but I think I think the most innovative if that I haven't seen before would be the either the the calf raise machine or the um, this is like the the rack mounted calf raise machine or the um, the dip or I'm sorry not the dip the um, uh, uh, the belt squat and then what I did was when I built those things um, I used sort of like a cross member uh, plate loads on the side 
but you don't have to stop start from the bottom of the movement. Like you see a lot of those uh, those companies are coming out with these uh, belt squat levers, and you see the guy. He's getting into it from the ground and he's sort of finagling the belt on with the weight and then he's standing up and I'm like, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Like you look at these rhinos and all these like these high end ones and it's like nobody wants to start from that position. That is that seems so dangerous to me. Why don't I figure out how to get it up in the starting position, release it and then be able to put it back. So I guess the lever arm. So what I did was I just took a bracket that I had was from um, um, Rogue Fitness and it was uh, for the Rogue, the, the, the GHT, it was a stabilizer piece, which is a piece of junk. It doesn't work at all. So I took that piece and then I put uh, bolts through it and then I put sort of a ladder system that it could wedge against on the rack. And then when you fully extend into your position after you get comfortably set up, the, the it falls away. So you can go down all the way, do your movements, and then you pull a lever, and then it pops right back on there. You can get out comfortably, and it works great for the for the calf raise and for the and for that. So, I think that one's cool. And then this and then the stack that the the slinger stack that 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 folds away is pretty cool too. Uh, I hadn't seen that before, and the, I'm just mentioning ones that I've done that I I haven't seen before. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, what about your favorite YouTube video you've done? <sighs> Let's see. Uh, I think, I think the favorite videos that I've done are the the ones that get no views. It's like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I, it's it, I get it in my head that I'm like, oh, you're so funny. Why don't you put out something funny? The oh, the people will love this. It's hilarious. You think it's funny? Mm-hmm. Nobody likes it. It has nothing to do with fitness, and so it gets no views. And my wife goes, it's so cringeworthy. I don't know what, why you put, what you dress up as a woman and do this mm-hmm. stuff. I'm like, yeah, it was funny to me. <laughs> I guess everybody else didn't think it was fun. Those are the those are the most fun to do, uh, just because I don't. I can laugh at myself, I guess, but uh, I don't know. The other they're all fun, but those ones uh, those ones are kind of fun because you could be kind of crazy in them. You recently put out a pretty cool mod that you had where you um, basically replicated the surplus strength universal pulley system. Looks like you had a little bit of interactions with Jason. Um, what would you say to someone who gets like maybe upset with like a DIY project that you that you pull off? Uh, well, I don't know. Uh, I guess yes, it's the elephant in the room, right? Uh, I guess I guess I would say, and what I would say to Jason, and I would surplus strength and uh, Sorenex, like I had the DIY, the, you know, it's like the the bulldog pad, but it's different. And what I think my biggest mistake on that one was tr- trying to replicate it exactly just because I wanted to push myself on this DIY. I said in 2022, I'm gonna up the DIY and I wasn't gonna stop until I had this one exactly right. And I think the problem and the way that it looked is like, whoa, I can hardly tell the difference between that one and the other one. And I'm not just trying to pat myself on the back or anything, but that's what I was was going for. It was very impressive looking. Did Sorenex call you out? No, see, that's... That's the difference. That's the difference, and that's where I think I screwed up. I did not realize that Surplus Strength was a small company that basically only has this product, and it's a startup. And you know, you're you're doing these things, and I think initially they maybe thought, "Oh man, this guy's really screwing us over." That you know, he's giving away the keys to the castle here. But in the video, if you watch it, and on Instagram, I I say, "Do not, do not attempt this." 
This took me countless hours. You are better off. $500 is an excellent deal for this. Just go get it for them. I had like 10 people hit me up and go, hey, that's cool. I've never heard of this. Will you make me one? And I go, no, <laughs> I'm not going to make you one. You, here's the website. You can go buy one from them. And so I, I don't know if we really have beef or, or whatever. Uh, I, I direct messaged them and I said, hey, you'll see when the YouTube video comes out. I'm not trying to, if anything, I'm deterring people from making this. But in answer to your question, Sornex, no. Sornex, see, and that's where I was like, it's cool. I'll just, you know, I can continue to, to do these ones. Uh, nobody has a problem. But Sornex is a big company. And Sornex go, we see you, Frogman. You know, because I called mine the tadpole, right? But it was subtly, di it wasn't It wasn't like there was a subtly different. They go, we see you, Frogman. Uh, it, it had an adjustable pad. Like, they don't have an adjustable pad. So what I normally do is try to make it, like, a little bit different or, or maybe a little bit better of a feature, you know, depending on where your chest is. Maybe you want it higher, you know. And uh, they don't really have a problem with it. And, uh, and so I guess I was going off of that interaction into this one. And I didn't expect that reaction, but I, I, I direct message and be like, you know, I show them screenshots. I'm like, look, I just told this guy to go buy it. So there's like 10 people. I don't think they have a problem, yeah. but Hey, I will say this. If they're listening right now, they want me to take the videos down. I'll take them down just to be, just to be cool. I don't sure. have a problem with it. Yeah. What you just said is kind of what Jake and I were saying earlier. We were like, wouldn't you watch that? You, you realize like guys like us can't do that. So it yeah. was a very impressive build on, on, uh, from, you know, your side of things. Yeah, it was a lot of work and, uh, you know, I could have stopped at any point. Like I didn't need to do all the painting. I didn't need to do all that, but I wanted to just, you know, have a finished product that looked like an actual product. Cause a lot of times I think like DIY is, is kind of considered like crappy version of, and I don't want to, I, I don't think DIY needs to be crappy version of. Um, a, a different product. Like you can DIY something that's pretty impressive if you just put the time into it. And it was more of a like, look what I did rather than like, let me, you know, you, you're going to do this too, you know? So. Do you have any DIY fails where you just pretty much spent a ton of time and nothing ever came out of it? Ooh, that's a good question. Or like similar to the surplus strength one where you like, oh, I spent this much time. I should have also just purchased it, you know? Uh, let me think. What do I have in here? I like that. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, okay, I'll give you an example. My, taking an A-frame, right? And, and, and cutting it apart and putting it on the wall. It saved me floor space, right? Uh, but as you can see, I have this guy back here now which is on the floor. So I've removed all the um, posts from here and, and there's no weights hung up on the wall anymore. My issue with that was I didn't want uh, weights on the left. I wanted, I wanted weights on the left side and the right side of the rack, but I have no right side of the rack. And so they just look kind of weird. And so I scrapped that and then eventually found this one on offer up, but it's has wheels so I can move it around depending on where I want to use it and then push it out of the way. That wasn't really a DIY or, or a fail, but just, I always just keep thinking, you know, what do I need? What do I want? And, uh, I don't know where I was going with that one. I kind of went off on a tangent there, but, uh, I don't know, no fails just because if I 
I have the concept and I know how it's going to work. And if I screw it up, I'll try it again. Or I'll be like, oh, shoot, that hole shouldn't have gone there. Or there's been a lot of times actually where I have screwed up a measurement, right? Like, so for example, on the, on the pad, like the DIY pad, if you don't measure exactly on the other side, that pin's not going through. So you are going to have to bore it out or just scrap that piece and use another one. So it's only been stuff like that where I've screwed up some products or some pieces of metal, threw them away, and then started again and, you know, dialed in, dialed in the measuring. Measure twice, right? I would say um, the part that I'm, I'm interested in is it looks like you're doing like a lot of like metal fabs, like you said, and then welding as well. Did you teach yourself how to do that? And then was it for your DIY gym products or was that a skill that you taught yourself for other things? No, just for this. I, uh, I went online and uh, I, I taught myself to do it just because um, I was like, I got to up. I got to up. The, I, not that there's anything wrong with the wood DIY projects. And I've done a ton of wood DIY projects like the, you know, like the, the slinger seat. I had the slinger seat DIY before the slinger seat came out. And then I saw the slinger seat was coming out. I'm like, crap, they beat me to it. Stole my idea. No, but they, <laughs> anyways, it was coming out. It was in the works, but painted it black, try to make it look like the rack. But at the same time, I got all this metal in here that looks really slick. I got my rack. I got all this stuff. And I, I didn't want people to come over and see a piece of wood attached to it. Right. Not, not that there's anything wrong with that. It just doesn't, it didn't flow well with me having it in the gym. So I figured, why don't I up my game this year? I'll learn to weld. I'll get a welder. I got a welder off Amazon. It was like 160 bucks. I did. Now I'll tell you this. I did a ton of research first because it seems very intimidating doing welding and got all the proper safety equipment, uh, 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 learned about all the three different types of welding, MIG, STIG, and the ARC. And uh, I've just started with the stick welding um, which is what I did all these projects with. It's a little uglier. Uh, you do have to do some grinding afterwards to make it look nice. Um, it's not what, it's not what the companies use. They probably use like a MIG or a STIG that has those nice little ripples in it. Um, but it's, it's been fun and it's, it's a lot less intimidating once you first do it. You'll screw up a bunch. You'll stick the rod. Like I have a video showing my first attempt at welding. And that, that is like a little practice box that you can the get. Box, They're called yeah. coupons. Yeah, the box, right? And so you can see like they're super ugly. And then I'm like, okay, because you got to actually push down at an angle. And it, But it was all fun. You know, I like that sort of thing. And so I didn't have a problem um, learning it. And it's actually a lot less intimidating once you first do it than, than uh, you know, leading up to it. Because I put it off for like months. I'm like, I don't want to touch that thing. But then... <laughs> It worked out. I mean, the, the stuff, you just get better after time, and then it's, it's not a big deal. That's cool. Yeah, and rod is where you have, like, a rod of metal, and then you're actually, like, using that melted metal to combine the two. Am I right? Yeah, so the arc or the stick or whatever, you have your, you have your, um, your device here, which is called your stinger, and you put the rod in. What the rod is, is it's uh, metal underneath, and there's, stuff, uh, there's a coating over the top that they call slag. And that is actually, and then you actually, it's, you're conducting electricity. So you need to take the other clamps, the, uh, the negative, kind of like a car battery and clamp it to a piece of metal, the project's sitting on or right to the project itself, because you are creating an, an arc, like a, a, an electric shock on there that melts that rod into it. And when you melt that rod into it, 
there's what's called slag, which is that coating that's on the outside of the stick. That oxidizes on the, or it keeps the metal from oxidizing. And then you, you bang that stuff off at the end, you take a brush and you uh, clean that off and then you have your weld. Awesome. Now there's, there's another kind too, where you, there, there's a machine that uh, you actually, it feeds a rod through it. Uh, and then that's a little cleaner. And, and that's what you see when you see all these videos like from Kabuki Strength and stuff like that where they show the guy welding and tons of other stuff where they're in there. That's what they're going to use. You know, it's a little bit more expensive. And then there's another one that uses gas, which I can do with my machine and probably be my next step where you have a piece of metal and then you have your essentially your torch, which heats that metal up kind of like you're soldering essentially. Uh, and then it puts a gas through there, a nitrogen, which creates a coating over the top, and then it prevents it from oxidizing. So just just different ways to weld. Interesting. I'll try that one out next. Cool. All right. So you've been in the home gym scene now for well, I think we said nine years. You've seen a lot of changes. What do you think the future has to hold for gym equipment as we move forward? I think that the future of gym equipment is, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be like what you see now, like different variations of bars and colors and this and that. It's not really going to be reinventing the wheel, but I think what is going to be popular in either this year or next year or the coming future is rack attached accessories. Like you saw that Titan just had that leg extension. It was rag, rack attached. I think it's going to be more stuff like that. Stuff that you can put away, stuff that you can have in a small space and um, use it on your rack because that's kind of the focal point of everybody's gym. Or I don't know, everybody I talk to anyways, I guess, you know, hearing the surveys and stuff, people are like, I don't even want dumbbells or whatever. But uh, <laughs> the people that I, I talk to or that work out, the rack is the focal point and, and the main accessory and the biggest, you know, footprint in the gym. So why not have a bunch of rack attached awesome in, you know, innovative attachments that you can put away when you're done and that are easy to put on and then, and you use them and, and there we go. It reminds me of the Aries coming out from, from rep as well, getting your, your stackable towers like on your rack. Yeah. Interesting yeah. take. I, I, I just want to add, and I think you're right. We posted something on Instagram this morning of like something that, uh, a different lat pull down low row option from gorilla fitness in Canada, like a rack attachment that we talked about earlier, maybe even a better option than anything else we have on the market when you're looking at what they're going to sell it for. But just to add to uh, what Aaron said, what about rack attachments, I can see something becoming more popular rather than adding new machines to your gym is adding like two more posts to your gym that is just like a section where you can replace rack attachments. So like you can add your leg extension slash leg curl and then take it off and add your jammer arms. Or you can take that off and add, uh, uh, what, what other rack attachments are there? Like a step up or your echo GHD. So just like something that you can always have a squat rack there. And then also like, something next to it or enough space away to where you can basically replicate an entire gym with rack attachments that can go in and out. 
it's going to take some time to continue to create better options to what we have today, like that Titan leg curl slash leg extension. It's we haven't tested it out, but it seems like it's too heavy for most people. So like I'm sure there's going to be in a year someone's going to have something where it's 40 pounds, just as stable, but it'll be easier to shift in and out. So I think like there's a lot more minds on rack attachments these days. So it's going to continue to get better. I think that's a great, great thought. Sounds like an adult jungle gym and that I am into. Uh All right, guys, that wraps it up. We want to thank Aaron for joining us tonight. Aaron, can you tell people where to find you? Uh, Curls in the Rack, at Curls in the Rack on Instagram, uh, Curls in the Rack, YouTube, and uh, curlsinthe surprisingly. Awesome. (laughs) Curls in the Rack, my favorite movement. Did you guys like tonight's episode? Be sure to follow Garage Gym Experiment on Instagram to take part in the surveys. Stay active on the website to get up-to-date content and building out your home gym. And give us a follow on YouTube and keep listening to the Garage Gym Experiment podcast. Jake, do you have anything else for the people? No. You heard it from the boss. That's it, guys. Bye.